light shining individually, collectively transforming community, peace in our human family. So below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians start wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors. Hello everyone, my name is Jamar Jabari. And welcome to another episode at um, for VOC of Jabari Podcast. And I have a special guest, uh, Juanita, uh, with me, uh, the CEO and founder of uh, Culture S, uh, Culture AF, Culture as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't say the you know the other the other part. So AF, right? That's what you usually say, right? Like, That's usually what I say. Yeah. <laughs> it's Depending on where I'm at. I loved how I, I love how you told me how you figured out like the name for you and stuff like that. It's like dope and everything. I can't believe something like that is thriving right now. <laughs> <laughs> like you can make any name, just whatever. Right. But, um, right. Thank you so much for coming. Um, of course, thank you. It's right now. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, and everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, we out here. Hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love June. The energy is so nice. It's so vibing. It's always nice outside. Stuff like that. Right. You don't have to really worry about like, oh, was it going to be cold? Because you know, New England in winter. Definitely, I'm a I'm a summer person, so I'm always excited when it starts getting warmer, where there's sunshine. Like this is this is my time of year. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of a lot of events, a lot of things are going on. Um, did you see? Did you see? Just remind me. Did you ever see the military commercial? Um, was it? I think it was like an ad. Where it was like I have two moms. I don't think so. Or it was like I have two dads. Like basically, like my parents are lesbian or my parents are gay. A military ad? Yeah. No, I don't think I remember Somebody that. Tell me about that. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, they I feel like I don't remember that. <laughs> oh man. I was I was a little I was like that can't be true because right. like, you can't be sitting here saying oh now we want to represent this community with you just been. that part <laughs> <laughs> I was just so shocked I didn't know what to, what to do about that but I hope it's not out there it's out there like as people say it is because like only two people talking about that I was like I haven't seen it yet I've yeah no it. so it's a new it's a new ad yeah. Yeah, it's a new ad. I guess, you know, the Rainbow Coalition of Bombs are going to be dropped all around the world. <laughs> well, it's June, so, you know. <laughs> They'll go back in the closet after after the month's over. Right. <laughs> oh, man. It was a little scary. But Yeah. So I was reading your bio, and I have a list of questions here. I usually don't do this for podcasts, but I, I feel like I had to get some questions. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. So. I look, like you, you're not the same age as me, right? Like you're older than me. Or you're, um, you're I'm turning me. 29. We're the same age. <laughs> All right, perfect. So um, what, I, what I was going to say is like, so you, like you have been like doing a lot of, 
I saw it in your uh your bio that you do a lot of grassroots uh, mm-hmm. in the past. And I was, and I, I was curious, uh, what what kind of grassroots uh, did you get into? Yeah, so um, like a lot of the arts programming and work that we that I do, um, I consider to be grassroots stuff. Um, so meaning I'm working a lot at the community level, a lot of times without funding, mm-hmm. or we're just figuring out a way to like put things together ourselves. Um, and so like it's that's why I consider a lot of the the work that I do grassroots um, in terms of the community organizing. Um, community programming, um, that's where a lot of my focus and my work takes place. Uh, so, you know, I started um, a few years ago, I was working um, with a nonprofit arts organization. And that's sort of how I got into really this arts world um, and doing what I'm doing here. Um, I like took this job and like, I didn't really know anything about working at a gallery at the time. Um, but I was like, well, I love arts. This should be fun. Uh, but it's really where I kind of like fell in love with. Um, and then coming back into New London, you know, where I'm born and raised and grew up in, I really wanted to do programming that was going to like um, really impact my community and be for my people here in my community in New London. And so like that's what I'm always thinking about when I'm like doing programs or doing my work um, is like. Is, is this, how is my community going to love this? Like, how can I support my community in what I'm doing? So, yeah. Okay, word. That's dope. Because, like, I was very interested because I knew, first of all, I already knew that you know how to uh, basically, like, give a definition of what grassroots really is. And mm-hmm. that was the perfect way of uh, explaining it. And also, like, just get an understanding of, like, because that's, that's just dope. That's dope because it's a, like art and music all together. Yes. All types of like visual things, which is what keeps our community thriving. I mean, they love it so much that our, our art and music is just like the most commodified in the world and stuff like right that. now. So, yep. So, in, in, in art galleries, um, definitely, like, I've seen from example in New Haven as well, too, like, how art galleries are so, like, those type of art galleries connect to, to the movement where you have people from all different struggles, like, express their art and, and come through and, and all these ties. Right. Um, that's really dope, because, you know, and, and it's also another way of, like, fighting. Absolutely. Um, that's sort of where, like, my interest in art. So like my background at UConn, um, I studied digital media, but I also have um, a minor in human rights. And so like my area of study, what I was trying to like focus on was like, how can I use uh, digital media as a tool for um, advocacy and human rights? And like, so that that's kind of what I was like focusing on when I was in, um, when I was in my undergrad. Did they do like teach-ins there? We, we were not really not really um there wasn't really like a path for it at the time mm-hmm. i kind of was just like trying to like throw some classes together and like figure it out um through together some like internships for myself um at the time and yeah and what made you want to come back to new london to to to, to uh continue um, so one, I was still like living in New London and then commuting up to stores and working. Um, and so I was like, 
one, I want to be just closer back to where I'm like physically living to do my work. Um, and then two, it's just, um, it's just something I saw that I felt was needed here. Um, and then particularly after working with that, um, that art gallery that I was working with before, I really saw like a gap in arts that were for black people, um, in New London and black queer people in New London. Um, there wasn't really, and still isn't a space for the outside of culture. Um, and so I saw that gap and that's something that I wanted to fill. Um, I wanted to do programming that was for us, um, something for my people, my friends, my family to come out and enjoy. And um, that's really what started culture. And I was like, well, I love going to, to art shows and doing these kind of things. Like I want to share that, you know, with my people and, and have something like that here. Right, right. That's interesting because like when you were mentioning about how just like just bringing the culture there, um, New London is like, you know, like to, almost towards Rhode Island and mm-hmm. a lot of, and, and there's not like that much information about, about like how New London culture is and how New London is. Uh, is so you have the only, do you have the only black business downtown? No, um, no, not the only black business. So New London is actually has a very diverse population. Right. Um, and so that's why it's like, but there's no art spaces um, for us. So, um, yeah, there, we weren't meeting the needs of, of our actual like diverse population. There's a bunch of other black businesses though, um, that have been thriving the last few years, which has been, um, has been awesome. And that and that's it's considered a city. New London's a city, right? Yes, New technically York. it's a city. It's a small a, city, but it's a city. As a Connecticut, I should already know this, but there's too many towns and cities there's a, in this. Right. City. Especially like the little small towns that like yeah. you ain't never heard of. I feel like I'm always still learning, like there's a, a town I've never heard of in in Connecticut. I'm like, oh I yeah. didn't know that was here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just kind of it get kind of gets on my nerves. I'm like, this state is not even that big, yo. Right. This <laughs> <laughs> is like my inter thoughts. And so, so okay. So knowing, so so knowing this uh, culture, um, so the elements, the elements of just having a safe space, um, which is so important. Um, that's definitely this thing about safe space sidebars. Like that's such a part of our culture just growing right. up as black people like we always had that aunt or we knew somebody one of our friends for me it was what my friend uh grandmother nana who always went to every time mm. was mad about something like that type of mutual aid like that's that's a part of our culture so i feel like that's definitely something that like an uh, element that you have brought into downtown new london and yeah, absolutely. I hope so. I hope people feel that way. That's why I call it the New London Squad. That's <laughs> <laughs> out to the squad and, it, and, and all the artists and stuff that that that. So, is it like a? Do you have like a collective? Is it? Is it? Do you have like a, a label or? Um, you have like not artists. yet. Um, so mm-hmm. I have two other people that you know. Generally, I work with. That's on my team, uh, Erica and Josh. Um, but as far as a collective, there is something that I'm working on and planning. Um, we have like a group of artists that we sort of like work with regularly from, you know, all over um, 
some other artists I really just enjoy the work and support. So a cultured collective may be coming soon. I don't want to give too much away, but that's yeah. something that's always been like in the plans. Um, Cause like yeah. you, Jabari, other people like y'all are like our go-tos always down to like collaborate, collaborate and work with. And I have projects where I want to work with more artists and do different things with. So um, yeah, definitely a collective um, is, is coming. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope because I, I noticed how you had like the setup and then the videos that saw was shot there. And I was like, oh wow, like is she also like promoting or like having like artists on there or stuff like that? <laughs> like, a lot like a lot of hacks. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's amazing though. That's awesome. It, that's the kind of energy, you know, like that's an energy that can definitely like inspire a lot of people. Uh, I've had Erica uh, headline for my open mics a few times. And yeah. So much people love her. They love her a lot. Um, <laughs> and it was, I love asking uh, uh, an urban nerd to come through and stuff like that. Like, it, I love, I feel, I feel like you guys are just like mad cool, mad chill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's so dope. It's so dope to like, be able to like have like to know people like y'all and stuff like that it, that understand especially for me like I felt like I I didn't have too many like artist friends at first and right were, and I was like I, I don't think every because everybody because I come from a family where everybody's like yo yo you gonna get the business degree business degree right that's you that's you <laughs> no 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 doctor dentist no what do you want to do Right, songs. What? <laughs> right, right. Like all Hell I want to no. do is be able to like make art and music with my friends. That's it. Right. What the <laughs> and that should be enough. That should be. Right. It, it, that's work. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like people like cons- you're consuming art all the time. People are always consuming art, but then don't see value in people wanting to be artists. Mm-hmm. And it's like how do y'all how y'all think y'all gonna get the music you're listening to on Spotify? How you think you're gonna get some the the clothing that you're wearing? Like all of this stuff. Like we're always you know are consuming art, but then don't see the value in artists, and that's it's yeah. crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And you see people like taking people's songs and like using it for videos or something like that without even asking them. Or, mm-hmm. Like that's some stuff right there. And, it, it it just shows it's just like bro like oh so you just bootlegged it that's fine like <laughs> like I get it if he's like rich and famous he already got it but like come on man like you're still right people stealing people's songs and people stealing people poet poems and go spit it out another poetry slam that's wild yeah do you know someone that did that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> two that's two people. Crazy. Two people, yeah. That damn narcissism. It's like, oh, it looks wow. good. It fits me. I gotta do it. No, that's but, crazy. But you know, that was like my poetry days, like, which is kind of short lived, honestly, because it was a teenager and I was trying to go do it professionally and join the next poetry trials mm. team and stuff. Like that. It was trials. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> In the Connecticut team, either. it was I always made it to the Connecticut team, but these white boys from from Wyndham, still to this day, I'm still friends with one of them, Ben Benefit. He's a rapper. 
But like they came down spitting hard too, and I was like, "What the hell is going?" On? <laughs> I got taken aback. I was, I had to adjust. <laughs> That's what, yeah, that was fun. But no, nah, like back to what my thought. I was like, people, I agree. People take art for granted a lot, mm-hmm. and at the nonprofit I work for, we try to make sure that we pay artists, like right. even if it's not like. A hundred dollars or like 50, 70. Something. We try. We try. You know, right. and then I try to get them back so we can give them more and stuff like that. But like just making sure that incentive, because I really understand what people talk about is volunteer time, but like in an economy and in a system like this, when you're like doing something for like a charity or something, like at least give 50 bucks. Absolutely. On the way coming back or something like <laughs> right. And, you know, because you don't want to, like, burn them out. And what they do is people, like, get for, get give them to do it for free. So it's just, I try a little bit, um, even when the funds are low, stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, you do it. But hey, reveal it too much. Because <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, arts, arts is our revolution, honestly. That's what I wanted to get to right there. Arts being our revolution. Um, especially for people of color and the fact exactly. that you're able to keep like you're able to keep that type of community in in new london says a lot there should be more of those around you know should yes there should be <laughs> yeah should be more of those yeah. are you going to make like a store like are you going to have like a clothing store so in our space now, we do have a boutique. Um, and so have a limited amount of like custom stuff that I do there. Um, and then everything else is online on our website. And then I have some other artists that are like, that have their stuff in the boutique as well. Oh, wow. Nice. nice. Yeah. And and also uh, you have like, you're starting, you're doing more, you're doing events, your, your, your events were talking shit. Was that like the first original, like, um, cause that the first original open mics that you started with, with your business or you were starting? Yeah, that was, yeah, mics? that's our first like real main, like staple event that we did and continue to do. Um, and I'm happy that people are still resonating with it, still rocking with it. So I'm good. Yeah, that's dope. How, how, how? What is this? Give, I need advice on that. Like, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> how how do, do you do it with getting that going? Because I the hours and then working with your business and then like, how do you do it? Like, how do you get that going? Like the origins of talk your shit. <laughs> so um, for me, I work under the model of um, getting one paid feature. So all of my features for Talk Your Shit are always paid. Um, and those are people, you know, curated that, you know, I pick. Um, I think having a, one main feature really draws people in. Um, for me, um, they usually bring with their crew of, of people and then people are always excited to for, for a feature. Um, and then I usually try and have like music to open up. Um, so that way you're at least like getting some um, music performer on stage. Um, that kind of gives a little different element. And then before we get into like the poetry, um, and then I always end with the open mic. And then in my head, people usually are waiting to get onto the open mic. So they're going to stay to the end, um, and wait for the open mic. 
Um, and so like, I usually work in that formula in terms of like how I actually set up the event. Um, having a really dynamic host is always super important. So shout out to Josh, cause I sort of like threw him into that role. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to host the events and I think I did okay, but Josh has really grown um, in that role. And like, so seeing him from like when we first started and me being like, you just like read the open mic names, like go ahead. <laughs> and then by the next couple, he was like fully hosting the whole thing. And so, like, I think he adds a lot of energy, um, really gets the crowd excited and and keeps everyone, um, you know, really entertained throughout the whole thing. Um, And then I think it's just really like just having a great team of people around that really just keeps the energy high, making people feel at home, feel comfortable. Um, I really love it when there's people that sign up for the open mic and, and it's their first time. Um, And they're like, I've never shared anything before. And so the fact that people feel comfortable enough to share means that um, always tells me that we did a good job. Um, And I love that. Um, So, yeah, I just like last Friday's Talk Your Shit was probably one of my favorites. We had some like really seasoned heavy hitters there, but then we had um, new people and like the energy was just crazy. There was so much talent. Um, on the open mic and everyone was just showing love and that's really all all it's about and the encouragement and being able to support other people and sharing and sharing their art because that's it's a hard thing to do with um, in a room full of strangers so um, I don't know we've seemed to get the formula down um, and it's been working and I I always appreciate people's support yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah, because you know, like a lot of a lot of a lot of people would say, like in this area, a lot of open mics don't like last or like survive. But the energy shows, you know, and, and it's it's a welcoming space of of everyone, no matter what their backgrounds are or where they come from, and just that spiritual poetry, that spirit of poetry is just so strong. Like you could just yeah. go in, um, and have a very awful day and then you get out um and you go into this poetry um and you hear all these people from all different all over it like uh, right right so many perspectives so many different it's i don't know how anyone can sit through that and not feel feel something something like right just just relating to whatever you're dealing with in your life and stuff, and uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, it's so much. It's like, and I started off with you know, talk your shit as you know, one of our like first events um, was because of my experience in college with this group called Poetic Release. Um, that all my friends, um, actually, two of my really main friends were the founders of it, and all of my other friends in my community were poets. And part of this organization, I was the only person that really didn't consider themselves a poet, but I hung out with all the poets. Um, And so just that community was just really special to me. And I loved open mics. I loved the poetry slams. I missed it so much that I'm like, bet, you know, I need to bring that culture back um, or at least uh, bring it alive here in New London. Um, So I'm glad that we've gotten to do that. So talk your shit has always been really close to my heart for that reason. I love the poetry community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you, so, so how do you market it? You know, like, do you, cause I know that funds are a thing. So 
you have to like be able to like stay afloat. You got that's that's just the the only way. So like, is, is it like part of your business or do you do you? Well, you do have cover charges, right? And everything yeah. and yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I saw that before. And it's like you, how do you like market that out to get people to come in? You know what I mean? Like, I think I just made that question so much more complicated. Than <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I actually don't do a crazy ton for that event. Um, but really Facebook ads, um, when I want to boost them up is, um, usually really pretty helpful. Um, and then a lot of it, honestly, I think is word of mouth, um, where a lot of it gets in personal invites. So we try and make sure that we like reach out to like people who've come back, who come to the before, let them know that the next one is up and it's coming. Um, I need to do better with my email blast, but I don't know why um, putting together newsletters is so annoying to me, but um, that's also a really big help. I got to do better with that. Um, and I think uh, Facebook ads help a lot for me as well. Oh, word. Okay. So yeah, that's dope. And word of mouth. Like, I, yeah. Word of mouth is, is so, it's so important as well too. Like there's so many ways. And I've seen people like freaking like spend so much money just to make it look all pretty, and then they don't really have like a <laughs> a plan. It's like and they're like, "Oh, this is too much." I'm calling all these numbers. It was like, <laughs> "All right, remember that time when you told me that I spent too much time at my job?" <laughs> 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 that this is why just go all up in people's. Messages. Hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is really good at that. He's the he's the people <laughs> that like is gonna get it out, get it out to everybody. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, like I, like it's just real. That's you gotta do that. You, you do. do that. And people appreciate I, it too. Yeah, yeah. And, and I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get over there. I wanna go. Yes. Well, you're going to be down for the 19th, right? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. For our Juneteenth market, for the Dream Market, excited to have you down. Drumming, it's going to be good. Uh, okay. And what time What time was it again? It was during the day, right? Four to seven. Oh, four to seven. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Last time, no, was that Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. I, I met you... Yeah, I bet you want Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yep. That was dope. That was really good. <laughs> who was the sister that had the Pan African flag? I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll be there at um at the Juneteenth event too. Got it. <sighs> I was excited and nervous as hell because I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you were great though. And so this this will be. Uh oh, did I lose you? No, am I? I'm still here. Can you? Oh okay. And this will be like your second annual Juneteenth event, or no? This is actually our first one. We didn't end up. Well, last year was COVID, and then mm-hmm. the first year. Um. Wait. Yeah, last year was COVID. And then 2019, we I wasn't really like ready to do one yet at that time. We were like just kicking off with like cultured and getting our space and, and everything. So 
this will be the first one. And how how's how how's how's it been like you know with with everything with COVID like like was it a struggle trying to stay open? Um, so we ended up uh, closing our first space right when like the um, quarantine was happening. So that actually like worked out well um, because our just lease was ending. Um, so that gave me an opportunity to get out of it without having to like get into the red. Um, so that was that was good. Um, and then, you know, a few months went by and was trying to like figure it out. We we're doing virtual programming. Um, getting into that whole space, but I still really wanted to like get another space again. Like I loved our first uh, cultured studios and I was like, I don't want to run cultured without the space. Um, so we ended up, you know, starting to look for other spaces in, in London. Um, we were in another space temporarily and then moved again um, to the location that we're in now. And so it's really, it's really cool. Um, we've been able to sort of like, we're just getting back into it now, um, with things opening up a little bit more, being able to do events and things, um, because that was our main, you know, source of income, um, you know, before the pandemic was events. Um, that's what brings people into the space to see the artwork. Um, I'm really excited that we had our first, uh, you know, art show in the new space and it did really well in terms of like being able to sell work. So that's always really cool. Um, and a part of culture that doesn't get talked about a lot, but like, yeah, we are an art gallery. We sell art. Um, so like, and that's always like the most difficult part of the business. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but so like having that show and like having people actually like buying the art was really cool. Um, and so getting our second show coming up, featuring um, Marshawn Art, Candice. Um, they're going to be doing their first solo show. Um, and it's going to be at Culture. Um, so I'm really excited, excited for that because I've always been a big fan of Marsh, Marshawn. Um, so that's going to be really cool. All right. All right. That's awesome. And it, it, I, I can't imagine. It, was, it, it, it had to be scary, you know? Yeah. Just... <laughs> There was definitely times where I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Like, yeah. I'm tired of the virtual stuff. Josh is definitely was like the one that kept me encouraged to get to get through it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to like the rest of the year and like what we're gonna do and what it's gonna look like. So that, yeah, that virtual that virtual stuff pissed me off too. <laughs> I just, I, I'm so happy the last open mic I did, like, I told him, like, this is it, no more. Yeah. No more. Like, it was just so annoying. And and sometimes you just can't have, like, the full capacity of the control that you would like to give when yep. doing an event like that. Yeah. And sometimes there'll be people coming in. Coming in, coming out. That was my anxiety. Mm. No, I feel you on that. We had one <laughs> last year, and it was like our the biggest one that we had. It was on Zoom, and I think we had like was that might have been one of the ones we had like fifty people in it or something, which was crazy. I, think um, I was in that. Yeah, the one that got Zoom bombed. I mean, yeah. that was the one and only time it happened. But mm. that gave me so much anxiety. I was so pissed. Yeah. 
<laughs> they were like showing porn on the screen. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was crazy. So like we had to like shut it down and then um, we restarted it back up and it was fine. But yeah. So like since then, especially since that one, like the virtual programs always gave me a lot of anxiety because I'm yeah. like, I don't know who the hell is going to pop up in here. You don't. And right. that's the crazy part, especially when there's drama going on and and like you're like, I hope this person's mature enough. Like right. Right. I hope they're not gonna do that. And just all this hatefulness that you hear is just Yep. The people will find anything to do just to be ruthless in a way. Yeah. Like human nature. Like my cats don't do that. I like my cats. <laughs> they would never do anything like that. Right, right, Ben. We sleep, but that, yeah, like seriously, like it's just it's so stupid, and um, you know, a lot I do a lot of trans events, mm-hmm. so that's when the anxiety is like to the roof. Even higher, just like yeah. I hope some fucking asshole does not come on here and start saying some shit. Yeah, like, and but. <laughs> We're getting back to normal, which was ever never normal. Right. But, <laughs> no, we're going back to normal. At least being share space with people, like actual right. space. Yeah, actual <laughs> space, yes. Yeah. Uh God. Speaking you know of that, that fucker's trying to run again? Really? Trump, yeah. Like an asshole. He's going to run again. Like, Of course. Of course he Whatever. Is. Go ahead. Like, I don't know. But I think we, I hope we learned something. I hope everyone learned something. That's, that's what, that's the positivity. But I don't right. think the oligarchs learned anything. No. Um, especially with, you know, the homie that's up in New York that everybody was like congratulating until they just found out like, oh, this is too much and stuff right. like that. This is Cor- something like that. What's his, I think his name is Cormo. Cormo. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. But I just hope I just hope that we it gets better. But I know that the strain might get even more stronger. It might be a second one or third one. Then right. Have a, everybody gets vaccinated. A lot of yeah. slack on vaccine vaccines. Um, and I got into a few arguments, and I felt bad. I was like, I understand why you care about it. But I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm glad that I'm glad the culture culture. Survived. <laughs> we did. We got. We got. That, that's the good part. Because God, man, we need. We need to have that. We need to have that. And there's so much more that that needs to go on in Connecticut. Like I feel like that type of community sense can thrive in Connecticut. Um, like um, in Bridgeport with um, Cuba Kit Max and everything. Right. I'm excited for those uh, to get started again. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I want to jam. <laughs> you have you 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 ever played the instrument or anything? So, the wonderful Sammy Chiba um, has let what? me let me borrow a guitar, and so I'm trying to practice. But I am so musically illiterate. <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying. But um, I'm definitely going to have to like get those lessons started with Chiba. I'm trying to like just do some stuff on my own, but yeah. We'll see. But he'll be yeah, down here yeah. soon too for an event. So Yeah. Oh, Maybe I'll schedule schedule a little time for him to this guy, man. 
Him and his guitars. He just be giving out guitars, I see. Word. <laughs> I'm like, you just going to leave this here? He's like, yeah, I have a bunch of them. Just. <laughs> but I then I'm like, also, guitars. it's nice because when he comes to do an event, at least, like, we'll have a guitar here at the studio mm-hmm. um, and amp and everything. So, like, he won't have to, like, you know, travel um, travel with it on the train unless he yeah, wants to yeah. bring a different one. But, yeah. um this train? Yeah, this train that goes right to New London. I could just take the train. Yeah, you just take the train. You just have to, um, if you're coming from like, you're in New Haven, right? Yeah, I'm in New Haven. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. You can take it right. Yeah, you don't even have to switch over. You can take the Shoreline East right to New London. Or um, if you have a couple extra dollars, the Amtrak, um, which is only like $20, um, 20 or 25 um, right to New London. Oh, okay. But it's faster than Shoreline East, so. All right, yeah, I think that solved the problem there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've never been on those Amtrak's. I heard they're really nice. I think it's freaking weird that, like, you we use them for local. <laughs> like, aren't they travel? Like, we, we use them for the local. Like, right, okay. it's so funny. When I get on them, they're like, oh, you're only going to New Haven? I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's it. I'm and not going is- anywhere too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rebel system's pretty messed up here. Like they don't yeah. know where to do with everything. It's like mad different companies in between and stuff like that. Right. Just, I don't know. How how did you did you have to take trains or anything, or you just always do how to drive? Like, um, I just I don't drive because it gives me anxiety. Um, something I'm like trying to get over. So like um. I've always just been like, I'll hop on the train. Uh, my family um, is from New York. Um, so, you know, I would hop on the train and go to New York um, and things like that. So I'm always just been very comfortable with that. And as a non-driver, you have to find other ways to get around. So, yeah. Um, yeah. New York's mad different, man. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the first time I got lost. When I tried <laughs> to do that, I was lost. And I ended up in Brooklyn, and I was like, "Oh well, my family's, my family's here. Yeah, <laughs> let me call one of them. Right. <laughs> Where's the payphone? <laughs> Cell phone, sir. All right. right. <laughs> well, Juanita, um, I don't, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Um, oh, no problem at all. I'm so happy that you we could talk a little bit. Yeah, this is this is freaking dope. Do you have any private events that are going on? So it's still, yeah, it's still um, in the works. But I want to have a cabaret um, at the end of the month. Um, I already got our host um, confirmed. I won't give it away yet. Um, I have some other artists in the lineup, queer artists, and that um, I just have to confirm with them. So hopefully by like mid this week you'll see the event um up so it'll be the queer as fuck cabaret show um and that should be right at the end of the month um so i'm excited for that i think it's gonna be really dope yeah that's awesome and i i think i went to new london's pride before and yeah i I don't i didn't see i don't think they're doing it this year because i haven't seen anything about it did you ever um, get a table there? Like, did you ever do like a table there for like? The past I didn't do a table there. Um, I know Erica performed like the last two years, 
um, but I haven't had a table there yet. So maybe maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that had like the craziness with the parking? Like you had to pay mad money for parking. I don't think. Oh, maybe was it at Ocean Beach? Yeah, it was at they Ocean charged, Beach. That's like crazy that. that they would charge people for parking. I don't know because I actually live right next to Ocean Beach, so I just walk over there. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like. Why? Like arm and a leg just to get there. Just to get there. And I'm like, how are you going to have a public event like that? And then charging parking like that, at least that much. Like, first of all, it should have just been free. If you know, you're going to have this pride festival there, like inside the the beach, but then, or at the very least make it like cheaper, like $5, you know, um, for the car. Um, but yeah, yeah that's car. The car is priority. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not per person, not each person in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so, I have so much stories about freaking New London before I met y'all. <laughs> I got to <laughs> okay. tell you something. I want to say, yeah, you're going to have to tell me these. You're going to have to tell me these. <laughs> oh, man. Because I'm just thinking about it right now. But that's another time. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you. And I'm going to have next time, if there would be next time, I have some more questions and stuff. Like, we got always let me know. She's an advocate for LGBTQ rights. She's everything. She's she's dope. Like, there's bad shit to talk about. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to find a freaking co host, by the way, if you know anyone. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I did see that post again today. So yeah, I'll keep that in mind and try and send some somebody your way if they're interested. Yeah, yeah. If they're interested in stuff, you know, trying to like get it to, to the point where I, I'm looking for some grants right now. Yeah. Go, so, the grant. okay. <laughs> yeah, let me know if you have any questions on that too. Have you done any before? Um, I did partial for the nonprofit job, but that's not my right. forte. So okay. I'm just like helping out. But okay. that's all I really know. Okay, and if I see some, I'll definitely send some along your way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that would be dope. Anytime. Like, how are people finding all these things? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Juanita, you have a good night. Thank uh, well, you. Not too. Night yet, but good day. And yeah, I might go uh, try and spend a little little hour or two at the beach. So. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to swim, but. I don't either. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna dip my dip oh, my yeah. in and then go sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good yeah. one. See you. I'll see you. Bye. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. So below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians start wars, they don't fight, they send the poor. And nothing lasts forever 